Everybody, we're back. What up? Hey. You. It's been a long time. Legabashi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been too long. Yeah. That was my fault, though. That was my fault. <laughs> yes, it was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. As, but let's let's clear the air here. There's someone missing. Yep. Uh, so if you're friends with Yehola on Facebook or anything, he'd block him. No, I'm just <laughs> delete him, unfriend him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he turned turned scout on us. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> no, he got a a new job is what he what he told everybody on his Facebook, and he moved. Um, I just let him know. He's still part of the crew if he wants to come through sometime, but it's such a long drive that it's all the way in California. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) He could fly in. No. (laughs) All the way in Glenpool. (laughs) He's on the council now. Moved to Kiefer. No. (laughs) No. No, but uh, yeah, if he wants to come through sometime, but he's still part of the crew. He's just going through. The process of everything that comes with changing your career, I guess. Yeah. And so, right here, we got his favorite drink <laughs> and some deuces on top of that drink. Mm. He deuced Signaling out. he's deuced out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, a spirit drink, I guess? What yeah. call this? I'm going <laughs> to pour a little out. At the end of this Pour show. Pour it on his chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely want to wish him the best of luck wherever he's at, you know, and everything that he does. You know, uh, it's been an honor to work with him on this uh, podcast and on, on some of the shows and stuff like that. You know, he was very knowledgeable on things. I also know he has his own, uh, I don't know, his... Uh, his little show. Oh, can't his remember. Own podcast. Yeah, he's got his own show. I can't remember what it's called. War Cry Podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, if you guys get a chance, you get lonesome for him, check it out. You know, mm-hmm. I know he goes over some pretty good, tough topics. You know, uh, some some topics. You know, he goes over is you know real really detailed. So, you know, he's just doing a good job, and he's going forward. So, we definitely want to. Give him a shout out for that. We always want to support youth and the things that they do. Mado. Yeah, Mado. Thank you for being a part of the show. Yep, Yehola. And everybody go follow him on TikTok. I believe it's at One Man Band Man. 918. Make sure to follow him. He goes live. And uh, yeah, his podcast, War Cry Podcast, available everywhere Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. Go follow him. Uh, wasn't there something else that he told to follow? It's not Instagram. His uncle, he's always plugging his uncle. Oh, his own. uncle. Yeah. John Tiger. John, John Tiger. Tiger. Go from, follow him. John from, Tiger Art. Yeah, for me follow. Yes. So, shout out to Yehola, but he may be on some episodes soon. I don't know. Hmm. It's up in the air. He's hmm. like Sting from WCW. Uh, <laughs> Sting I'll from. always see him in the rafters <laughs> right there like that, boy. Looking down. <laughs> At our events, looking mad like, dang those guys got that stink face. 
Dang, just shaking his head. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> so the Tyler's walking around going like yeah. that. <laughs> I was like, he's like Conor McGregor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not sure. Uh, <laughs> Smash Mouse Long. <laughs> Somebody once told yeah. me. All Star. <laughs> All Star, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang. Russell's just making up names over there. I know. Now I'm sad yeah. we didn't get to do the Yahola roast. Yeah. So. Who still can? No. Yeah. <laughs> He's not here to fight. No. <laughs> so let me start it off. No, I'm just kidding. It all started with Bigfoot's Wild Weekend. Man. He downloaded that. He's never been right since. Man. Hey, Russell, can you uh, oh, describe these? Uh, oh, man. These, uh, what do we call it? Action so, figures? What do we call it? Yeah. So these are. What's just down? The white one is Wendigo, and then the other one is Sasquatch, Bigfoot. Uh, that one I found at the thrift store. It was just sitting there and in the case, and I thought I should free him, so I brought yeah. him home. But mm. uh, I have no idea what that one's from. But these two, Wendigo and Marvel, Marvel Wendigo and Sasquatch are from Marvel, like the toy line, and they came or they actually come with action figures to where you can build a figure. So they're build a figure figures, and I just bought them as built already i didn't go the route of buying every single figure because some of those are whack but um i just didn't want to go through all those buy them open them just for that so nowadays like there's a lot of build-a-figure toys even dc's doing it now but i was surprised they had sasquatch and like the wendigo so Mm. um do you know the history about those like in marvel tyler I i do not yeah i do not i don't know i think bigfoot might be like, I don't think he's a villain. I don't think. I hope not. I'm pretty sure Wendigo, maybe. He just looks He mad. looks like a villain. Yeah, he yeah. looks mad. This yeah. little guy, though, I think he's a Cheyenne dog soldier, I think. Really? But if you guys, listeners out there that know this regalia, please uh, let us know to educate us, you know, because we don't know everything either. So, we're yeah. upfront and honest. Yeah. So, you know, again, if you guys know about this figures, you know, regalia what it's got on. But I, I believe that's what it is. So, but, you know, again, I, I'm probably wrong. So, yeah. you know, I think these are pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's pretty Just awesome. Shout out to Vintage Toy Mall in BA. Yes. So, <laughs> um, I actually, I didn't find these at Vintage Toy Mall, but... Shout out to them here in here in BA. Um, they do have a couple Bigfoot figures there. They have the old school Marvel Legends one, and they do have another build a figure. I was almost gonna buy them, but then I was like, "Damn, then I have three. But <laughs> but I mean, they, I think they're still there. You could go check them out. But shout out to them because uh, they have heard about the podcast, the That's All Mystery one. So uh, it's really cool to go in there and just. They always have good customer service, and uh, they just have a lot, a lot of great vintage toys there that you can just spend like a few hours in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and I enjoy going there just to look around, even though I've seen like some of the stuff that they already have. But yeah, they have one at Jinx as well. <coughs> yeah, that's yeah. for the high dollar stuff. I True, think yeah. they're like the real collectibles. And every time uh, the wife chases me out of the house, that's where I go. That's my <laughs> my getaway. <laughs> I go get a. I always said I always used to go get a cookie. <laughs> and then like sit in the parking lot and eat a cookie. And then my, my daughter was like, those are your sad cookies. <laughs> I was like, well, I have to make not be so sad, sit in the parking lot and eat a cookie. So now I'm going to eat a cookie and I'm going to go to the Vintage Toy Mall and buy some stuff. <laughs> so when the wife and I are fussing, that's my getaway. It's a good one. It's a good getaway. And I'm there a lot. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you ever Chris? Uh-uh, I've never been there. I'll have to go, I guess. Check it out. So. Check it out. Buy the whole store. I know. I, <laughs> yeah. make, make my wish list for all my <laughs> nieces and nephews out there that might want to get me something. I'll just... Pointing at those? Yeah. <laughs> hint, hint. Hint. Wink, <laughs> wink. God. But, you know, I was uh, telling these guys earlier uh, about a, a board game. Um Dang, I forgot the name of the it. The Real Truth. Yeah. The Real Truth. If you guys are wanting to do something paranormal game, that Real Truth game is, is one of the top games, I think, out there. Uh, has all the mythology um, entities in there. You know, you got Bigfoot, Wendigo. You got devils. You got all kind of black shadows, a top hat character you got man all even some that i've never even heard of but it also gives you the history of some of those things too so i think it's a pretty cool game so you know if you guys are out there looking to do something you know uh definitely go check that game out it's pretty exciting pretty fun uh, and like i said if you like paranormal stuff you know it really goes in details on those cards about each entity so i said dang that's pretty cool so i'd I'd like to try to maybe later on maybe have an episode to demonstrate that game because mm. to me it, it keeps it real you know you go and try to hunt these things and you know sometimes you get dealt with you know looking for these things and that's the cool thing about that game you know so again you guys out there looking to do something over the weekend, go get that game. I think, would you say it was like $25 Yeah, 25 on Amazon. On Amazon, yeah, that'd be good. Good game. Yeah, I've never heard of that game until you brought it. Or you didn't bring it, you showed us a picture, but I'm going to have to check out some videos on it to see like the gameplay on it. Because I'm down to play. I yeah. think that'd be fun to do it right here for people to see. And, uh, I mean, just the way you're describing it, like you battle these entities or cryptids and then you what you keep them mm-hmm. and it's like however many you get to keep yeah. ends up being the winner yeah and so that sounds really cool i was gonna i was gonna show you too there's a a pc game on it's called steam it's like where everybody gets their games from but there's one called bigfoot i believe and it's like four p it's a four person multiplayer and they go out in the woods and they hunt bigfoot awesome <laughs> and uh he he's like really ginormous and like causes havoc and so you're just running around and you're collecting like supplies like flashlights and maps and all these other things and like flare guns and guns and then you're just running around this like wooded area and in the daytime i think that's when bigfoot kind of rests 
in the nighttime you're wa- you're walking around with flashlights and everything and then he just comes out of nowhere and he starts like trying to attack you and kill you and you got to survive bigfoot and then also i think like the whole point is maybe i don't think it's to kill him but to maybe capture him i think i was watching my friend play it and they they were they were walking around at night and bigfoot just pops out and he howls too like to let you know he's coming and this is a board game <laughs> no it's a it's a online game a uh, pc game for video game oh that's awesome yeah <laughs> Huh, so you play like on a computer? Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. It's not on console yet because I looked for. It. I was wanting to play it, but uh, yeah, uh, they have PC games and it's uh, available on Steam. So if anybody has a PC, I would say go check out the Bigfoot game and let us know more about it. The, the guy is watching Castro. That he was playing it for the first time and he's getting all scared. And he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> he's screaming around. <laughs> Cool. That'd be awesome. That'd we, be. <laughs> we need to demonstrate that one on this show too. So, if it ever comes to PC, if the makers of that are listening, put it on a console, and we could we could all play it. Mm. We'd probably it, it could take one to four players, so we could all three play it. That's Just awesome. Run around looking for Bigfoot. Man. <laughs> I wonder if they give you that perspective of the Bigfoot looking for you guys. They do. So I play think, as Bigfoot. I think like. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it isn't, but have you heard of that Friday the 13th game? Yes. Uh-huh. So that game, you could be a, like a counselor and you're trying to like survive Jason or you could be Jason. And on this one too, this Bigfoot game, you can actually be Bigfoot and you could hunt like the uh, hunters. And you mm. could, yeah. <laughs> That's Damn. awesome. But I didn't get to see that gameplay because I got tired and he, he streams like late at night and... They were playing this game, and they were like, as soon as we die, I'm going to be Bigfoot. And then mm. they they just went on forever, and I was like, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> so I didn't get to see them play as Bigfoot, but they mm. they said, like, you could play Bigfoot. And there's also different levels. Like, there's a wooded one, so it kind of looks, like, brownish like him. And then there's, like, a snowy area, so it's an actual Yeti. Mm. Yeah. yeah. With the white fur and everything. So I, I want to play it so bad. But you guys got to put it on console. Yeah. Quit hating. Maybe if all the listeners go and do a, I don't know, what you call a petition, it. yeah, petition, a campaign, yeah, a yeah, campaign, yeah, to have it put on there. Maybe we'll see that soon. Yep, you all do that for us. Say, yeah. call them, <laughs> write them, <laughs> write them, tell them, tell them, ang- unsolved in an angry mysteries, <laughs> demand. Uh. <laughs> Not asking. Damn. While you guys are uh, mentioning Bigfoot, you know, I was I was talking earlier that, you know, there's a new, well, I don't think it's new. I think it's kind of old uh, movie I saw the other day. Um, it's called Dawn of the Beast. You know, if you guys like real action movies, I'm talking about real action, fighting, kung fu, all kinds of crazy fight scenes, you'll want to watch this movie. You know, because Bigfoot, he represents in this movie. He's, he's a straight-up warrior in this movie. So, again, you know, it's a, another warrior-type Bigfoot movie. You know, you guys are hungry, looking for another Bigfoot movie out there. That's the one to watch. And I think you guys said it's free on what? It's on YouTube. Uh, don't know how long it'll be now. But <laughs> if you type up Dawn of the Beast... Uh, there's two that actually pop up, but the first one is 1080p and it's a great, um, great visuals on it. It's not all 
pixelated or whatever. So it's a great upload of whoever did that. And um, we we're kind of watching like a little bit of it and got to see some, uh, I guess, Wendigo's like gang minions yeah his minions is a better word mm-hmm. goons and the trailer it's a real nice trailer you should watch the trailer but mm-hmm. i would say just go into it watching it but would you say it's better than primal rage oh, whoa whoa oh. i will definitely say it's up there i mean it's, it's wow a, hey, you guys watch this movie you're gonna be terrorizing that living room <laughs> I'm telling y'all right now, because Bigfoot represents in this movie, you know, and dang, at the end, you guys got to see the ending. The ending right there, if all you see is the ending, they have a big battle scene, and afterwards, you know, Bigfoot represents, you know, so again, you know, this this movie is a pretty pretty good one, you know, like 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 he said, you know, if there's something that you after you watch Primal Rage, you want to see something kind of follow that up like a double feature yeah that's that's the movie to watch but you know warning you're gonna tear up that living room watching this movie boy <laughs> telling you you're gonna fly off that couch onto that love seat and might break it i don't know but <clears throat> it's a pretty cool movie so you guys check it out you know again it's a pretty good movie and uh i'd like uh russell to talk a little bit about that that new uh What's the name of it? That mm, is it. Puss in Boots, or is it got a different name? Uh, yeah, Puss in Boots. Uh, The Last Wish. Yeah, is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I went and watched that after you told me about it. Man, mm-hmm. it's got a death character mm-hmm. in there, and it's pretty awesome. So yeah, um, <clears throat> I like I've always liked Shrek, the Shrek movies, and uh, Puss in Boots is. He's a good character, and I, I honestly can't even remember the first Puss in Boots movie. Honestly, I, I, I'd probably have to watch it again. But I forgot there's a first one, and this one's like a sequel to that one from years ago. And but this one's called The Last Wish, and basically he runs out of his lives, nine lives, and there's this comet coming, this star coming to Earth, and once you make a wish, you can wish for every whatever you want. So that's the adventure of it. But before that, be- like before he's like motivated to even go there, he gets a visit from Death himself, and it's crazy because I was watching it, and you could hear like this distant, like eerie whistle coming because Puss in- he he whistles first, right? Mm-hmm. He whistles at night mm-hmm. in this bar or bar, and he whistles this tune and then out of like a distant the distance like this whistle it's the same whistle back to him and it's like just eerily surrounding him and all of a sudden like he turns around he looks and nothing's like around him then it, the camera like well the camera it's an animation movie but it goes back to puss in boots and right next to him is this hooded like wolf mm. and I, I i thought that might i think that's death but then, like, they kind of introduced him as, like, a, um, what do you call it? Uh, not a vigilante. A bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. So that's how they kind of introduced him as. And so, but I thought, like, I think I think that's death. He's hooded. He has the um, the sickles. Mm-hmm. The sickles. And he's fighting Puss in Boots. And Puss in Boots is known for, like, fighting and 
entertaining and just beating every opponent that he can come across. And this guy like knows every movie he's about to do and he scares him to pretty much to death. Puss runs away. And then that's when like he starts meeting like different people from the past movies and new characters. And they're on this journey to find this, uh, this, uh, the place where the star is supposed to hit the earth, this comet. And so it's good. It's really good. But seeing that, seeing that at first, like the whistling and then that night, I was like, bro. I, I, I think in there he does refer to him as death. Yeah. Because when he's telling that uh, girl cat, you mm-hmm. know, he said, I don't run out of my lives. I need that last wish. Cause, mm-hmm. You know, he's right on my tail, you know, and stuff. So to me, that was a pretty cool, pretty cool movie. I went and seen it after Russell recommended it you know these guys are always giving me good movies to watch and you know i thought that was definitely one of them i went and watched it and i thought man that blew me away <laughs> <clears throat> i felt kind of embarrassed being the only adult in that <laughs> theater but you know after i watched the you know the movie you know the topic and stuff you know and i thought dang that's pretty cool so yeah it was uh you got to see it tyler yeah yeah I got kids, so yeah, take them. That'd be definitely one that we'll have to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know because it they have some adult humor, like a lot of adult humor, like yeah. like the Shrek movie. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's just like it's fun. That's why I like like the Shrek movies. Like it's just like crazy, stupid fun. Like, yeah, for sure. But Puss in Boots, like I would say, go watch that. Everybody, think of us when you see death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked about whistling and what that would call. So it's yeah. it's crazy, like yeah. coincidence. Mm. <laughs> Someone was listening. Yeah. That's what we always say. <laughs> we say it, and then it happens. <laughs> well, these are all great recommendations. If you guys are looking for something new to do out there that you know has something to do with the paranormal, you know, I think these are all great recommendations for that so again i hope you guys get a chance to check those out you know and i know today's episode you know they wanted to talk about boothless you know and what that means in muskogee is a witch you know people always refer to stegini as a owl you know or they refer to it as a witch you know but its original name is boothla you know and you know with that being said you know these stegenies are shapeshifters and all through ancient worlds you know you had stories of shapeshifters especially in Indian country you know a lot of tribes they talk about even uh, what was that movie Braveheart is that Mm -hmm. what it's called where they're chasing that guy and you know, they see that deer jump across, you know, through that those woods and stuff. You know, they refer to it as a shapeshifter. You know, even that lady, you know, she refers to. So I seen Jimmy down the road, you know, mm-hmm. he came up to, you know. And anyway, you know, that was common, you know, in Indian country to hear stories like that. Not only about owls, but, you know, shapeshifting into a deer or a horse you know, or, or a hawk, you know, or, you know, some kind of animal that, you know, is, uh, powerful. I even heard, uh, shape-shifting stories from up north into mountain lions or wolves, you know, so, you know, again, you know, that, uh, 
shape-shifting stories that you'll hear. You know, they're, they got all kinds of animals that they refer to. You know, even with Muscogee Creeks, you know, uh, nowadays all you hear is, you know, the Stegini is an owl type being. And, you know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, there's several uh, Muscogee artists that have depicted um, this uh, entity. The one that, the only one I can think of right now is uh, Kelly Haney's uh, transformation painting. I don't know if somebody could look that up. Uh, it's by Kelly Haney. It's called Transformation. And it shows him, uh, I believe his head is an owl. And, you know, the rest of his body is, you know, but he's getting ready to transform into that owl and so uh i know here in creek country you know around okima wetumpka wilika you know uh, around that jaeger mission area you still hear a lot of stories about those things especially in seminole Wewoka, you know in areas like that you'll hear prominent stories about these things let's see whoa <clears throat> and that's an old painting, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, uh, yeah, can you? I'll post it on the, <clears throat> our, our episode. And so, you know, the, this is from, uh, Muscogee Creek and Seminole artist. And, um, anyway, there's several other artists out there that have depicted this, uh, uh, shape-shifting ability, you know, and, uh. Again, you know, even up, uh, I seen a painting, I want to say it's by Merlin Little Thunder. I might be wrong on that. He's a Cheyenne artist from Oklahoma. And he has a, uh, I believe it's transforming, going into a dog. And uh, I believe that was him. I know it was somebody from Oklahoma that's from CNA country. But, you know, again, you know, you got a lot of tribes that, you know, believes, believed in those things and still believe in those things. And, you know, of course, you have uh, people talk about skinwalkers and, you know, all these other things, you know. And everybody thinks Navajos got the corner market on the shape-shifting, you know, things. But, no, it wasn't just Navajos. It wasn't just Creeks. It wasn't just Cheyennes. You know, about every, I heard it. A story a long time ago from Lautner, but from a Comanche man. Uh, his name was, I might pronounce it wrong, so again, forgive me on that. Uh, Woodgy Watchtaker. Hmm. And uh, he was known as a famous dancer, you know, and he was well known in that Comanche area, Lawton, you know, down that way. I think they have a building named after him down there in comanche country i might be wrong again i probably pronounced that name wrong but again i apologize but you know a long time ago he talked about you know there was a a comanche man old comanche man he was known to shapeshift you know all the time and and he would use that shapeshifting ability to travel you know he would turn into a wolf and he, you know, would travel somewhere and get there pretty fast. Or he would uh, uh, change into a horse 
and he would get to a place. And, you know, with Comanches, they're named Lord of the Plains. You know, they're supposed to be the horse riders in Indian communities. And so, you know, they had a lot of stories about some of these guys, you know, being able to shapeshift into horse-type beings. And so, you know, again, um, those were always very interesting stories, even down in Cherokee country. You know, they were a lot similar, you know, as, you know, Muscogees. You know, they would turn into wolves or rabbits or owls, you know, and also depending on what their intentions were sometimes. You know, uh, a lot of times people forget, you know, owl wasn't only negative uh entity within the indian communities but all those birds that were like blackbirds and ravens you know uh even buzzards you know they were considered sacred you know for the dead you know they took care of the dead and uh, a lot of times you know uh, a lot of those spiritual people would use their their uh, ornaments, you know, their feathers or their uh, talons to do certain things, you know. So, um, you know, that shape-shifting ability, you know, a lot of people or a lot of tribes had that. Now, across the waters, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, all nationalities had a form of it, you know, and... You know, you, you always hear about Dracula. You know, what did he do? Mm. He turned into smoke. He did this. He done that, you know. Turned into a bat. Yeah, you know, turned into bat, you know. Turned crazy and bingo night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. but, uh, Upside down playing bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with his daubers. I don't know, boy. That'd be something else. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, also, you know... Uh, in Ireland, you know, you had the werewolf change mm-hmm. from man to wolf. You know, you had different, you know, uh, uh, nationalities. You know, and even in Africa, in the different nations over there, each tribe had different things that these things would turn into to do, you know, certain things. And if you hear any of their stories, it sounds just like muskogee stories mm. uh they even transformed into snakes you mm. know over there you know uh and to me you know those were pretty cool stories you know like, like i said you know nowadays everybody says again that's an owl that's an owl you know and all that or they'll see an owl come and you know of course you know they'll you know if it does certain things you know that's what it is mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, again, back in the days, days of old, they would turn into other things, too. You know, you would hear stories of people seeing these black dogs coming into people's homes. Mm-hmm. And, or they would show up in people's yard. It'd be a strange black dog. But something different about it was off. And it would give you that funny vibe, you know. And they would say that was that was one of those shapeshifters. He's bringing something bad, you know. And, and uh, 
I told a story about, you know, seeing one of those things at a church, a Muskogee church. But, you know, I've told that story a lot of times, so I know it's out there. So, you know, again, I won't re- re- repeat that story because I know people will say, ah, oh, that guy. No. But <laughs> <laughs> always telling the same story. Guy, don't, don't you got any new ones? No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, even Osages had stories of shapeshifters. Uh, they had one famous one that was from the Hominy area. And um, that one, uh, I won't say his name because I won't be able to pronounce it correctly. But anyway, he was in the uh, Hominy area here in Oklahoma. And he was one of their last, uh, I guess what you say, shapeshifters of their people. And uh, he did some kind of amazing things so uh, they would say you know sometimes you'd see this dog walking into Indian camp he'd have a scarf or a handkerchief around his neck and they knew that was him and uh, you know of course he would take things and then he'd disappear and later on you'd see that old man he'd have what he needed you know and, mm. and so you know there's you know countless stories like that you know uh so again you know stegini wasn't you know just a muskogee thing you know again you had you know stories from all over indian country that had to deal with shapeshifters and i'm, I'm sure tyler might have heard some yeah i was curious though just i mean because it's never been really like fully explained other than like the the purpose um like is it done through like I mean, I know there's like good medicine and there's bad medicine, and mm. what I've always heard is that medicine people know both both ways because you have to know the bad stuff in order to combat it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that they practice it. But mm. they always said that the stegini was through bad medicine, done through bad medicine, and used to it's either a curse people or send a curse to people. So like especially like witches, and I've mm-hmm. heard stories of you know them like in order to transform you will see usually it's the story is always an old woman <laughs> God. and uh, i don't know why that is but um it's some the stories i've heard it's like an old woman and maybe somebody wronged her somehow and then she like goes out behind a shed or something and will throw up like her insides and leave them there mm-hmm. in order to transform and then go I've heard like shoot not arrows but like arrows into mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a story that I heard. I don't think I should mention his name, but um, about him doctoring somebody that had gotten shot with mm-hmm. an arrow, and they had to. I don't know if I should really go into like the details of it, but let's just say like after it was like a looked like an infected hair sticking out mm-hmm. um, of their hip, and mm-hmm. when he doctored it all up, a fly flew out of that thing mm. and mm. it was you know healed or whatever mm-hmm. um after he had doctored it but then they came back and like the old woman you have to re-eat the innards in order to change back into uh your human form again and they say that like if you come across like innards because sometimes you'll be out in the woods and you hear stories of people like oh man they're just like a bunch of guts just like laying out that mm-hmm. means that they've transform they're off doing some 
bad medicine somewhere Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to either burn those things or bury those things so they can't come back that they're trapped in that way um but i guess is that's my question you know is is it used as bad medicine to curse somebody is it used to damage somebody is it used to scare somebody or like what what do you think like well that's that's definitely a good question you know and you know this is what i was told you know um all these medicines were meant for good reason and it was man that made him evil. You know, so you'll hear that phrase from a lot of elders from all over. You know, they'll tell you the same thing. You know, Creator blessed that with this for us to use in a good way. But somebody, you know, altered it and made it evil. You know, this shape-shifting ability, you know, I've always heard that, you know, this was done in a good way you know it was to give you security if you're traveling through maybe hostile territory or you know a place of of you know like certain woods might have been super haunted you know way back then they believed those woods had its own spirit Mm -hmm. you know so sometimes they would have to change into something where those spirits wouldn't bother them Mm -hmm. and so these type of songs that they would use and now this is where it gets kind of specific you know when 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 you're singing these songs you have to use that original language of these things you know for example if i wanted to be a wolf you know that original word for wolf you know we would use that you know again muskogee's you know we had over 66 different tribes underneath us Mm. And so each tribal town had their own language at one time. This Muscogee you hear today, you know, is a jumble of all those traditional languages. And some some of it's gone. You know, some of those words are lost. But these medicine people should know those original names. And so when they're, the song is basically the same. But, you know, whatever you're going to transform into is what you put in. And there's an old funny story I heard a long time ago. An old relative. I'm talking about old. You know, this is back in the old country. You know, when we were in Alabama, Georgia, Florida area, around the Everglades and stuff. They said he was, uh, he was practicing. And, uh. He wanted to sneak up on this old lady. And so uh, he sung that song. But he was wanting to try and change into something different. And, you know, again, that you have to get those words right. You have to say them right. And, you know, he messed up. And instead of turning into a scary animal, he turned into like a, a... like a wild quail, mm-hmm. you know, or wild turkey. I mean, wild turkey. And that old lady saw him, knew that was him. So she changed into a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Chase David. He he panicked, and he couldn't he couldn't you know reverse that song. Mm. And that old lady got him. So <laughs> they said that's a lesson for you to learn. You mm-hmm. know, 
when you do these things, you guys do them proper. Mm-hmm. You can't shortcut nothing. You know, when it comes to these medicines, I've always said there's a way of life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain etiquette that you do, and there's things that you don't do. Now, unfortunately, today we do all the things we're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, those old medicine ways, they were rough. They were tough, you know, hard to do. You know, not everybody could do that. You know, nowadays everybody's medicine man. You know, everybody's on the internet for nine ninety nine. Read the book. I know. They'll, they'll, they'll give you that blessing like that or they'll witch somebody for you, you know. So, you know, again, you know, not to uh, offend anybody, but, you know, those old stories like that were to teach you a lesson. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, getting back to the topic on hand, you know, you asked, you know, originally they were meant to be good, mm-hmm. you know. And so, it, again, nowadays, you know, again, you've got good guys and then you got bad guys. Just mm-hmm. And like you were saying, you explain it perfect. I have to give you that, you know. Uh, they used to say that <clears throat> dealing with these things. You know, again, you know, they all started out good, you know, but you do know, you do need to learn what the bad is. Mm-hmm. So, cause that way you can unravel it. Mm-hmm. And so like with Muskogee's, you know, I, I'm not speaking for any other tribe. I don't know what those guys do, but for Muskogee's, Muskogee people, they knew, you know, the good and the bad and you know, again, they they didn't do the bad because, you know, there's a curse on you if you mm-hmm. do that bad. That's what I've always heard is once you dabble in it, even a little bit. There's no going there's back. There's no going back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. once you touch it, that's it. Yeah. You know, you're down that road forever. And then there's even some medicine people that won't cure you because they don't want to mess with it. That's yeah, right. I that's mean, right. it's just you go find somebody else. So, and and that's you know. you know that's a good good thing that you say that because you know again, you know nowadays you got all these guys. You know they think you know they they've got the power to do all yeah. kinds, but some of these things you don't want to deal with. Yeah, you know you, if you're not correct, you better leave it alone. Yeah, uh, and that goes for that healing too. If you mm-hmm. if you say. Russell comes and says, you know, I got this on me, and it's these old, ancient, evil deities that's on him. If I'm not doing things right, that thing's not only going to get him, but for me trying, Mm -hmm. it's going to get me too. And the thing people forget, not only is it going to get him and his, but for me trying and not knowing it's going to get me and mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's that curse. You know, you don't want to put that on your family. Mm-mm. You know, unfortunately today, you know, everybody's medicine man. Everybody knows things, you know. And and unfortunately, people don't tell them those kind of things. You know, I, you know, I, we've talked about this before, you know, on these ghost shows. You see, you know, everybody's starting to bust out sage and cedar and, mm-hmm. You know, things like that, you know, and, you know, sometimes they think they've gotten it away, you know, 
uh, I was, I just hosted an event in uh, Pawhuska, Oklahoma. And there was an Osage man there. Uh, and he talked about, you know, he went to, uh, I guess what you call it, divinity school. Mm-hmm. And learned to be a preacher man. I, guess mm-hmm. I, I know that ain't right, but, you know, he, he's got that degree to, you know, uh, be a pastor or something like that. But, you know, again, you know, he was talking about, you know, how he was called upon to, uh, he's always getting called because somebody's saying that they're possessed and, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, him being a young guy, you know, he, he didn't think he'd ever really mess with something real, you know, cause in school, they tell you majority of this is mental illness. You mm-hmm. know, that's what he was taught. But his first case, you know, he said he went to this house and this individual, you know, truly had something. Mm-hmm. He said, right when you walked through the door, you could just feel it. You know, he, I mean, it it knew. Mm-hmm. It knew him. And, you know, he said, you know, he quoted this scripture. You know, again, I don't know those scriptures very well, but I'll just say, you know, he said it's biblical. You know, when you cast these things out, they don't stay away forever unless you really got the, you're right. And he said, normally they'll go and come back with seven more to mm. come come at that individual and you for, for, you know, trying to cast it out. And what also people don't understand is that these entities Time and place means nothing to them. You know, for you and I, you know, we might get bored after a day or two, you know, but these things, they don't, they don't hunger like us. They don't thirst like we do. They don't sleep like we do. You know, it might be long down the road when it comes back after you, mm-hmm. you know, to get you or when at your, you always hear at your weakest point. And that's what, you know, I think about when I see these guys, you know, using, you know, cedar and sweet grass and sage and, you know, they're in there cussing out uh, uh, these demonic things or they think they're demonic. They, you know, might be just spirits. Prime examples, I watched the show. I want to say it's like 28 Days of Haunting or 48 Days of Haunting or what's called, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, theory of it is, is I think that Ed Lorraine Warren said if you're in a haunted place for like 28 days, can one of you guys look that up? See mm-hmm. what it, what it's actually called? It's like 28 days of haunting or something like that. Anyway, uh, they believe that you're in there for 28 days. It takes you to a level that you've never been before, and you know. Uh, you can truly do an investigation. So that means you got to live in that haunted place for like 28 days for it to actually, or 48 days. I don't remember which one it is. It's 28 days. Oh, 28. Uh, haunted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so, um, that's actually a good show to watch too. But you had this minister guy in there, you know, he thought he was all pumped up and he started trying to take on that, that spirit in there 
Start hitting his chest, calling it out. <laughs> what Zach, up? Zach Baggins. I don't know. I was like, what up? I'm power bomb, you guy. You don't want none of this? Then he started going crazy. You know, and his partner started seeing him, you know, transform. All he wanted to do was just sleep. Mm-hmm. And he was always in a bad mood. You know, he was just different. His his demeanor even changed. And I, I was watching that uh and I thought, dang, that guy, he got that thing dealt with that boy. You know, <laughs> again, you know, you know, not nothing against Christianity or, or, or however, whatever you believe in, but you got to have faith. Mm-hmm. You got to follow those rules. You know, whether you're ceremonial, ceremonial, they're strict. I mean, those are some strict ways, you know, and, and I'm just shocked on all these guys that are just, Instant medicine man, you know, and here they're out drinking and running around doing all kind of crazy things. Worse than Bigfoot. No. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, they're doing all kinds of stuff and, you know, then they want to be called a holy man. You know, that ain't no holy man. That's a man. Mm. You know, um, in our olden days, you had those true spiritual leaders. And they didn't go nowhere. They didn't eat in public. They took care of themselves physically, spiritually, and mentally. You know, those uh, in today's society, they refer to mind, body, and spirit, you know, terminology. I know Russell's kind of experiencing that right now with his, uh, we call it, what do you call it, yoga? Mm-hmm. Or or is that yeah DDP yoga yeah, and yeah just eating better and being more active healthier lifestyle yeah he's going down that medicine man road right I'm trying there. I'm trying <laughs> trying to make his mind body and spirit strong and I'm I, and I commend him on that and I know Tyler's doing that too it's too much for me so <laughs> I love those cheeseburgers so I miss them and I love that soda you know so. I'll be back, guys. No. That's my middle name, Soda. Or for you other guys, it's Pop. I know some of you guys don't also don't call it soda. It's pop. So however you refer to it, old way or new way, it don't matter. It's still the same. It's delicious. But you know, again, you know, you have to have that, you know, in your spiritual walks. And, you know, doing these things, yeah, you know, they might be transforming. They might be doing just a little bit. And, you know, to be honest, you know, I've seen some of these things. And, you know, back then, you know, they would say when you would see those things, they were scary. They would put off those spooky vibes. Mm -hmm. They had that much halizwa. That much power, that much maka, you know, they had what it took. Nowadays, you know, they're jacked, you know, even when they're trying to be scary, Mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, again, you know, if they would be serious, you know, what if you're going to be good, be good. If you're going to be bad, be bad. Don't try to be both, Mm -hmm. you know. They always say you can't ask 
good to be evil and you can't ask evil to be good mm-hmm. you know and that was the philosophy but nowadays everybody wants to mix them mm-hmm. you know they want an easy route you know just like russell was saying it's tough it's tough to give up give up that caffeine mm-hmm. i mean your body will bust you down you know you'll feel it i mean you just yeah, I was super tired. <laughs> like I, the first four days, it was like just detoxing, and my body was like, "Dude, just get a soda, just get some, just get some sugar in you." But it was, it was weird, man. Like it's weird when you take your body off these toxins and everything, and you see how your body actually reacts to it. And I was tired, like you're just doing. Like I didn't want to. I. It's like because my body was just running off of that energy of sugar. And caffeine, because mm-hmm. I would drink pop, like soda, whatever you want to call it, twenty four seven. It was bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No more Sam's Cola. <sighs> Get out! No, I'm just <laughs> All I had to no, say. <laughs> Russell put that new meaning. What would he do for a Klondike bar? God. for five k followers, subscribers on our YouTube. I'll have a soda. No. <laughs> oh, dang. Dang. What? Yeah, you know. But once you did, you know, once you reached that point, how did you feel afterwards? After that, and then I gave up fast food, too. Like, I haven't had anything really, like, bad. Like, I mean, I cook my own. We cook our own food. Mm. So I know what we're putting into it, and I know, like, what's going into my body and everything. So... After, like, that first four days, though, like, then I started running off of, like, and then I was fasting, too. I was fasting, like, Mm. 16 hours a day. So, Mm. after that, though, you start running off your, I guess, your own body's energy. Like, Mm. when I was fasting, like, it got to a point where, like, because I can cut out, like, junk food. It's a pop and soda. Like, I cannot, like, cut out easily. Like, it's almost like... It's just my body was so used to that I needed it. But after that, man, you know, I got used to drinking water and I started drinking sparkling water and unsweet tea helped so mm-hmm. much. And but after that, I just felt fine. And I was doing DDP yoga and man, like my back was feeling way better. My knee, like I honestly thought I was going to need knee surgery because mm-hmm. I could not bend it all the way or extend it. Mm-hmm. I always needed like that little that little um that little curl on it, like just to mm. kind of just to ease it. And we went walking like the mall for Christmas, like shopping. And we were there for like two hours. And man, we got home and my knee was like swelled up so bad. Mm. And I could hardly like bend it or extend it. And for like the next three or four days, it was painful. And but now, I mean, I, I told you guys I started walking and jogging on the treadmill, not like just, you know, switching between for like 45 minutes and that first day i was like well we'll see if my knee holds up and sure enough it did like everything's fine my back does not hurt my knee does not hurt and it's just stretching and like finally you know like i feel good enough to like actually want to go outside and do stuff like i don't Mm. feel so just broken down you know so it's put me in a better mood it's cleared my head a lot more um I want to do a lot more things actively and it just, it just feels better. Like I feel so much better. You, you know? got energy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I got some rest like before everybody came over and I woke up and, you know, had some straight black coffee, which I'm still getting used to because I was telling these guys, I would just put 
uh, French vanilla sweetener all in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just drink that sweetener. <laughs> Splash of coffee. <laughs> Sweet vanilla. That's all we got. Ah, That's his that. new nickname. <laughs> Did you see that sweetener right here? <laughs> straw. <laughs> Bendy straw. <laughs> But I mean, it's 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 a big difference. It is. It really is. And uh, I'm I'm sleeping better too. Um, I would toss and turn a lot. I think, but I just feel like I sleep a lot better, and then I wake up a lot better. I just don't feel so groggy or like oh, like I'm up. You know, like I just rely on like simple things. It's it's simpler. It's a simpler type of living, I guess. Mm. Mm. But it's it's crazy, man. It it really is. Um, and I did this before, but now I'm, I'm making it a point to go farther than just like a hundred days. Like I want to make it like a ho- like not a hobby, but um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, a habit, a habit of just going forward like this. And yeah, you know, I'll slip up, but I don't think I think my mindset is like not to let it take over like it once did. Mm-hmm. that bad the junk the trash or whatever so um but have you have you noticed other things like your complexion is it getting better lighter you know what yeah uh she was saying like my face is slimming down it's not i like so i took like before and after like i took before pictures the first day i was doing yoga and i started doing this and man like it looked like i was about to like pop i was telling rob this on his podcast like it looked like a balloon and I was just like one stick away from just popping. I was so uh, bloaty and you could just see it like around my neck and then everywhere. Like I was just so bloaty and the guy looked bad and no one told me. No, just kidding. <laughs> no. You got that dark neck. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you this right now. You, your complexion is a lot better. Yeah, you know? I thought you looked a little slimmer when I came in. And then we got a, what we get a filter for the shower? We got a filter. So that helps with like, um, softer skin like it, the water's not so hard like taking a shower because mm. there's a lot of like different like what bad minerals or something and like, like tap water and chemicals so yeah. we got this filter for a shower and like it it helps my skin enough to where it's not so like um itchy and dry like it just like feels way better so on top of that too it's just like i don't know looking out for myself that's another that's t- another topic that you 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 touched on that I'd like to address. What's up? You guys use lotion? Ah, no. <laughs> Talking about tight and itchy and all that. Real ashy. Just, just a little bit of lotion will help you out like that, boy. Especially on those elbows, knees. Those ankles. And neck. No, I'm just <laughs> Guys, don't forget that. No. And ladies, too. I've seen some ladies over the weekend, boy. At the dance, boy, them knees look like they had uh, what they call those uh, knee pads on. I said, God, mm-mm. Dang, but put Ashy Larry to shame, boy. Was, mm. You guys know who I'm talking about, too. Y'all know. Don't be, don't be trying to hide it. No. <laughs> But anyway, getting back on topic at hand, you know, you know, that way of life is rough. You know, Mm -hmm. you guys are experiencing that. Just Mm -hmm. think, you know, if you were able to, you know, 
put that, you know, into a different avenue, you know, your spiritual, you know, put that in there with it. You know, what what a big difference that would be. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I'm too lazy. I love cheeseburgers. <laughs> I love soda or pop, like I said, you know. I love my chocolate, so I can't <laughs> let that go, man. I got to have chocolate at least twice a day. So, anyway, you know, to me, I, I don't know. I guess when it's my time, it's my time. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, but no, I, I've... I too have tried to change, you know, my lifestyle of, you know, all you can eat buffets, and, you know, all those kind of things. Boy, Golden Crowd used to be the bomb for me, boy. I, just, oh, I got that chocolate fountain. Mm-hmm, I just be underneath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they said, "Look at that guy <laughs> laying on the chocolate fountain." Uh, I know his mouth. <laughs> I raise up just like that, boy. Look like mud monster. <laughs> There's a muck man. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. But yeah, you know, again, you know, this shape shifting wasn't just an Indian thing. You know, it was all over, but the rules were all the same. You ask any of these ancient people from across the waters, all over, you know, the rules were basically the same. You'll hear them that mind, body, and spirit. You had to have that mastered you know, put together to be able to do those supernatural abilities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's something that, you know, everybody just wants to say, owls, the guinea, this, that, you know, or it's just, just a creek thing or Navajo thing, you know. Mm-hmm. No, 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 this was across the board too. You know, a lot of these things you'll learn that you go to different communities they start talking about these things, you'll say, wow, you know, mm-hmm. Indians have that too. So, you know, again, you know, to me that's a, always a fascinating subject, especially when I hear from non-natives and their beliefs in things like that. You know, they all have their own name for these things, mm-hmm. and I think that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, my uncle told me a story when I was growing up at our house on Yellow Horse, so... Uh, if you ever, Yellow Horse is pretty scary at night. I remember he was talking about how he stayed there, and this is before I was born. But he said he was like in our front room, just on the couch, and we had this like window in the front room. And when I was growing up, we had like curtains on it, but they were like see through curtains. So, and I was always told not to look outside at night. So I never, I never like looked that way ever when i was little just because it looked so creepy but he said he was sleeping and he woke up because he heard like rustling outside of that window and he looked around and it and when he woke up it went away and he tried to go back to sleep and close his eyes it happened again and finally he got up and he went over there and he looked outside he said like there's like this giant six foot owl standing like right there on that uh patio part and he told me when he was a, when I was a kid that it was just like this giant owl and it turned its head like all the way around and it looked at him as soon as he looked outside and he said it just flew off. Mm. And then when I got older, he said it had a, like a human type like face. Mm. So, but he was, I didn't want to scare you that much, <laughs> but that's what, and then that's what he told me. And so after he told me that, man, I had never looked out 
that window at night ever like that even like creeped me out when i was growing up and but he said like yeah i was like this giant like six foot owl and he said as soon as he seen that man he tried to close that curtain and then he just like went and laid back down mm. and it just went away but yeah i could just see it him describing it i didn't have to he didn't have to describe it i could just see it right there because we have that light pole and it lights up that part of the street and you could see what is exactly out there if something was standing out there. This is a cool thing I like about these kind of stories. You know, and, and I thought about this once you, you mentioned it. You know, you said it had a human-type face, you know, like I was saying, you know. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you know, that's kind of majority of them that you would see. But long time ago, those guys used to, you know, try their best to transform all the way. Mm-hmm. And the reason that, that was... Is because if you knew who this individual was, you owned them. Mm. You know, you owned them. When I say owned them, I don't mean just, oh, come take out my trash, you know, or, or, you know, something like that. No, these guys would come and, you know, if they knew you knew who they were, sky's the limit. And I'm talking about sky's the limit. Back then, they would ask for horses. You know, they would ask for lands. Whoa. You know, all kinds of crazy things, you know, and they would have to give it, you know, if they found out who they were. You know, the other thing about it was that, you know, uh, like today I'll hear somebody tell these Stagini stories and they say, yeah, I went out there and got me a pistol and I started shooting at it and I hit it, you know. Back in the day they would tell you, you know, that's fine, you can go out there and shoot at it, but you ain't never going to hit it. I don't care if you use bow, arrow, or you use a pistol, rifle, whatever, because their medicine would keep that from happening, would keep them from getting hit. Now, that's true if it's undoctored, mm-hmm. you know, but if you had that weapon, whether it's a bow, whether it's a gun, or as something as simple as a toothpick, you put that medicine on that toothpick or sticks, they would find that person dead the next morning. You know, that was warfare back in the day. And, you know, nowadays, you know, people's all stuck on, you know, just the transformation part. They don't know how to do that war-style battle, you know, with these things. You know, they would doctor those things up. and They wouldn't even have to shoot at them. They'd just put it on their portion. They would show up. It hit them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people passed away because of that. You'll hear those stories all through Indian country. Someone so doctored up some sharpened sticks, or they they found an old axe. They doctored it up, put it on in the ground, you know, and those things show up. They'd find an old lady or old man somewhere. Maybe. Mm-hmm no more Mm -hmm. and so you know uh, nowadays you hear people say I went out there with my gun I shot that owl you know then it wasn't it wasn't a shapeshifter Mm -hmm. you know it was just a regular owl if you were able to do that yeah or maybe that guy didn't have the power Mm -hmm. you know again you know you had to have power Mm -hmm. you had to have that real strong stuff no bullet would hit you unless it was Mm-hmm. fixed properly so 
those are some of the little things that you don't hear about these stories anymore. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard that story, too, um, I guess, about Harvey Pratt, you know, with the Girl Scout murders, and they were chasing Gene Leroy Hart, and he put medicine on his bullets. That's mm-hmm. how he was, you know, that they would fly straight and only hit, you mm-hmm. know, the bad. And, you know, he never got to use that, but at the end, you know, just having that, you know, I guess they caught him. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess that's save that one for another day, I guess. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'd heard that story. He'd put medicine on his bullets. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <clears throat> yeah, we have to cover that soon. Hmm. Uh, also, I like to take back from an early episode when I said The Witch was trash. That movie, The Witch. <laughs> I watch it as a grown up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you rewatched it. I rewatched it, and then I noticed the things we, you guys were mentioning about it, and I really had that in mind. So it was good. It's a good, it good movie. Good. I, I love that movie, yeah, man. That was a good one. That's a Muskogee from Henry Attaway. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it because I don't know. I just it was on HBO Max and. Uh, I I scroll by it all the time, and I was like, well, "Let's just put it on." Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, it was good. It got my attention. I think before, because we were the only ones in that theater when we went and watched it, and uh, I wanted to be scared, but you know, like that was when like all these movies that were making you jump out of nowhere. Like I wanted that. I wanted that um, juice. I want to be juiced up like that, but. Watching it then, I I think I just kind of tuned out. Like I was watching it, but I wasn't really like tuned into it. So, but now you know, noticing all the stuff that you guys are talking about, and then actually just enjoying it, just yeah. actually focusing on it, and then putting myself like back in the day <laughs> like that, like that'd be terrifying. Yeah, it's a slow burn. It is a slow burn kind mm-hmm. of movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of I don't know unexpected things. You're just like, dang, like. That's weird, you know, mm-hmm. but then, but in a creepy way, you know, I need to go back and watch that one too. It's been a couple of years since I, I've seen it. There's another one like that too, if you can find it. I think it was on Shudder called Eyes of Fire. Mm. It's kind of about the same thing. These get excommunicated out into this Indian country, but this is like natives and the natives For are real? like, yeah. Send me that name. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up and called watch Eyes it. of Fire. Eyes of Fire. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. the same thing. He gets excommunicated out of his little religious group, but he winds up in Indian country, and the Indians are like, oh, what's this? <laughs> Whoa. You know, I watched this one. I can't think of the name. I'm sitting there trying to think of it, but uh, it was more about old school voodoo. It was about this uh, back black family going back to uh, the guy's dad died, you know, and you know, after he grew up, he left home, you know, never really went back. But he knew his dad used to mess with all that stuff. And the cool thing I thought about this movie was, you know, whoever made that movie really did their homework. And I can't think the name of that movie, but anyway, the uh, gist of that story is that he's trying to get back home. He's flying, and some reason his little aircraft uh crashed his family was on there and of course this uh black community that lived 
around where his dad was, they all practiced, you know, this voodoo type stuff. And he wakes up, you know, from that wreck. And, you know, this woman's got him kind of captive in her home. And she's using witchcraft to kind of, that voodoo, to keep him there, you know. And there's all little subtle things all through that movie if you know what you're doing, you'll pick those little things out. And that's why I say this is a good movie to watch. You know, especially if you're Muskogee. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, again, that voodoo was yeah. a combination of, of, of Native, you know, and African medicine put together. You know, and so you will see those little things. You know, there's a scene in there where this guy, he's blind. And that old lady, you know, uh, she's uh, going to give him his vision back. Mm. And so uh, I think she takes eyes from a goat, mm. doctors it up, puts it in his head. He can see now. <laughs> oh, man, that's a crazy scene. I'm like, golly. That reminds me of Wetumpka. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see stuff like that running around way back in the day. So. I was going to say, I think I, in Sepulpa, I've seen some people run around with some goat eyes. <laughs> I don't know. It, well, it'd be like this. No. <laughs> Crazy eyes. Mr. Uh, Deeds. Uh, <laughs> but, I think it's staying in front of a telephone pole and see around it. <laughs> but, but at the end, they battled out witchcraft way, you know, and... The cool thing about it, you know, like I said, whoever made this movie really did their homework on this because, you know, at the end, there's certain things that you do to kind of, like I was telling you, you can doctor those sticks. Mm -hmm. You know, those are all warfare type things. And in this movie, they put that to use in there. God, I can't think the name of that movie. Sounds awesome. Um uh, I'll have to look that up and see if I can find the name for you guys. But you guys got to watch that if you're, you know, you want to really see, you know, stuff like that, you know. And at the end, they battled it out and come to find out that that young man that has been away, he learned from his dad, but he just didn't, he didn't want to acknowledge it until he needed it. Yeah, and he was able to hold his own with that old lady. That old lady was shocked, you know. And then she found out who his dad was, you know. And that was it. Man. See, uh, it's always an old lady. These stories. <laughs> What's up with that? When you was telling that one, I said, I thought you was gonna say she was mad because somebody didn't do the dishes, like, take out the trash. <laughs> boy, she got all evil on him, boy. Wow. Pick up your clothes. No. <laughs> That's one of the things, like, uh, I was teasing my daughter, you know, when she was younger, you know, I said, you know, I said, you grew up in a native household, man, like, you don't just get to leave the house, you got to do some kind of chore in order to earn it, <laughs> you got to go do the dishes before you leave the house, like, you just don't go up and leave, like, nope, not in this household, you better vacuum or sweep something, then you can go. So mama or grandma will make you come correct, well. That's when you know you grow up in real tradition and you mm. got to earn your way out of the house <laughs> by doing some manual labor. <laughs> Is that movie older or newer? It's actually newer. It? Uh, let me see if I can find it. What about it. that one? The Eyes, the, the Eyes of Fire is old. It's like is 83, it? 82 probably. Yeah, it's old. Dang. Yeah, I never heard of it. I'm going to have to check it out though. 
No, that's good. Did you watch uh, Ravenous yet, Chris? Mm-mm. I haven't watched Ooh. that yet either. I thought you seen it. I have seen it, but I haven't watched uh-huh. it. You told me about uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I have like, not rabies, right? But kind of like rabies. No, uh, that's when it's back in the day and that this guy's a cannibal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like a little, oh, the one I was thinking of, little troop, I guess. They're out. Ah, I got to watch it again, too. Because I watched it when I was a little kid, and then again, like when it would come on HBO or Cinemax growing up, yeah, and I would just sit down and watch it. But it's it's cool. That movie is called Spell. Spell, and it was made in 2020. Dang. Oh, okay. So check that out if you guys are interested in those kind of witching movies. It's called Spell. Oh, I got it right here. Does it have like a? thing about the movie on there yeah it says like a man crash lands in a rural a patchalicia can't pronounce that and awakens in an attic of a traditional hoodoo practitioner he desperately tries to break free from her dark magic and save his family from a sinister ritual before the rise of the blood moon Mm. dang dang they even use like uh, cemetery dirt in that movie I was like dang that's that's sure enough, Creep. What's <laughs> <laughs> that real stuff? I know that, boy. All you Indians know what I'm talking about when I say using cemetery dirt. <laughs> don't be acting like like you don't. I know some of y'all when so-and-so didn't take out that trash. No. <laughs> yep, left the house without doing something. <laughs> Yahola. No. <laughs> Do you have any experiences with uh yeah just one uh like a personal experience i think i've told it but maybe i haven't um you know back in the day uh you know i, I would have to you know just to kind of uh work around my schedule i'd have to get up real early in the morning to go work out and uh this was probably about four o'clock in the morning and i had gotten up and i'd lived and lived in an apartment then um, and I was coming down the steps and when I was getting into my car, I looked up and right on the, uh, the big dumpster, you know, when your apartments are at, they had a big old dumpster out there, you throw your trash in and, uh, there was a big old owl sitting, mm. just watching me. Like it, I could feel it. Like, you know, it was watching me and, uh, I stopped and then I kind of looked away cause I was like. Like, oh man, like, 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 I, you know what I mean? Like, did it see me or am I seeing it? So I kind of looked away and then I looked back up and the, the things had his wings spread and man, exaggerate, exaggeration or not, man, I swear that was at least probably like a four foot wingspan. Probably that thing just spread his wings out real big. Mm. And I was just like, F this man, like I am going back in the house and so I was going to go back up the stairs and I mean, I'd only walked probably like pff, 10 feet. And then I turned around again and whoosh, it was gone, just gone. Mm. And man, I went back upstairs and closed the door. I was just like, not today, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> not today. 
<laughs> so yeah, man, I, I smudge real good and just like, I'm going to get that off me. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to take in any chances, you know, mm-hmm. maybe have a car wreck or yeah. drop a weight on my foot Ooh. or something. I just thought yeah. it was weird, man. Cause it's like what Chris said is like, you know, you just, you know, like mm-hmm. it was, now I can't say for sure, you know, it is shapeshifter or a stagini or whatever, but I knew something was off about mm-hmm. that. I could, I mean, it just immediately chill chills went up my back and I got goosebumps all over me and I just felt like this real sense of dread. Like mm. that's not good. Like good, like bad news. You know mm. what I mean? Just, you could just feel it in the air. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, I looked when I saw it, I felt that and I looked down just away, just for a brief moment, you know, cause I didn't, I don't know. I get spooked out real easy like that. And then I look back up and those wings were spread and I was just like, oh, yeah, man. Like, it is kind of like it is what I saw, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I turned around. I started walking back up the steps, and I looked back over. What you did to say, don't ever do. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, don't they say, like, don't ever turn around, mm-hmm. you know? But, man, I just, it creeped me out so much. Like, I just turned around, but that thing was gone, you know? And that's when I was like, yeah. Went back upstairs. And I don't know, man, it really spooked me out. I had a hard time sleeping, you know, or even wanting to go back to sleep because it scared me like that, you know. So that's really probably my only like personal story that I have about that. But you know, mm. yeah. I wanted to kind of, um, I got kind of got off topic, but I, one of the things I wanted to address that you were talking about earlier was you just talking about those shooting hairs, mm-hmm. you know, and and um, I was just gonna say, you know, just recently. I went to a dance uh, around that Oklahoma City area. And, you know, again, you know, you have to understand these powwows are about money. You know, you you don't want to, you know, lose your money or, you know. If you're a contest dancer, you know, that really means a lot to you, you know, to go on to these. Because some, some of these guys, that's all they do. You know, they go from dance to dance, and that's kind of what puts, you know, food on the table or you know help with bills or you know school clothes or what you know and I was so shocked with so many young dancers you know they're not able to dance anymore because you know their leg is jacked up you know one way or the other you know and a couple of these young guys lost their leg you know, of course, you know, people say, that's diabetes, but, you know, these are youngsters, guys, you know, losing their leg. I'm like, dang, you know, this is getting too serious, you know. And But the thing that I thought was cool, or not cool, but interesting at this dance, there was a, a long time ago, you would hear this, this would be like a frequent story at some of these dances, you know, at that center drum, you know, somebody try to start a song and they would lose it, you know, and they'd try to get it back, you know, and and for some reason, you know, that singer just couldn't sing a sing a song, you know, and now majority of these guys, you know, in that area they're real proficient singers, you know, they got thousands of songs running through their head, but for them not to come up with something, you know, that's kind of unusual you know and not only that but you have the guys next to them and so it went from the next singer he tried to start a song 
he couldn't do it. You know, something, it, it just left him. That song was just gone. You know, so next singer went. You know, this is the third singer. You know, try to start a song. And these are all prominent singers in that area. I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to offend nobody. But these are all prominent, you know, within those powwow arenas. And on that fourth one, that singer, you know, tried to start that song. And he just, he got choked up. You know, he started the song. It was going good. Then he just got literally choked up. And so that head singer of that uh, drum that was taking care of that drum, he ended that session. You know, he just started banging on that drum and said, you know, we're going to have to reevaluate ourselves. And so, you know, the the thing I haven't seen in a long time is where you see a, uh, someone like that, you know, he said a prayer, you know, over that drum and, you know, put a little tobacco out, you know, and, and, you know, asked the creator, uh, well, this guy's a church guy. So he, you know, he, he prayed to God to, to bless, you know, that drum and, you know, take care of these singers and if there's something negative around there, or maybe somebody's not doing something right that he, overlooks them so they can take care of this dance for these for this event and you know after he did that he went smooth mm-hmm. you know and so you know some say you know that that might be just you know what they call it uh uh kind of like a just a positive thought you know mm-hmm. or something like that that he gave them but you know again you know sometimes you got to say you know Sometimes these things are supernatural, you know, and somebody, you know, there was, was, uh, you know, not doing something or doing something that was causing that to happen. Cause that, to me, that was real freaky because again, you know, you can understand maybe one, maybe even two singers, you know, kind of lose their song, you know, uh, and that happens, you know, that's kind of all right, you know, uh, happens at some of these dances, but. Then you got four in a row. Mm-hmm. There's something, you know, something not right. So, again, you know, I know things like that happen, you know, and even today, you know, because nowadays those dances are more about the money than it is about, you know, what, what they're there for, you know, and stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, you know, I do know, you know, things like that still happen today. And, what was crazy is, you know, at, you know when we'd have breaks, people was kind of talking about that. You know, who wasn't living right, or who was doing this, or who was doing that. You know, and I was just sitting there listening. You know, I'm, you know, these are all these uh, plains tribes, so I just let them, you know, say what they got to say. You know, I'm just, I'm just there. You know, so. I think that was pretty interesting hearing all their comments about that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <clears throat> I kind of heard of that stuff, but I'm not ever around like singers or dancers enough to like you, like, you know, have that insight, I guess, insider, insider information for me and Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> 
about you, Yahola? No, <laughs> <laughs> he went. He's deuced out. <laughs> Somebody nudge him. <laughs> He's sleeping. <laughs> He's under the table sleep. <laughs> uh, well, we'll probably cut it here unless you guys have anything more. Nah, I think I'm good. Yeah. Yep. Your story is pretty crazy. Yeah, skip that's... chest and back that day. Yeah, <laughs> that was probably my leg day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, um, let everybody know where to follow you guys. Oh yeah, well, you can follow me over at uh, Skoden Cinema. Uh, well, Skoden underscore Cinema over on Instagram. I'm also got the Pump Action Podcast cooking right now. Uh, got a few more episodes of those left to drop, and then gonna get back to the native films. So yeah, you can find me over there. You can uh, follow me on uh, Instagram and TikTok under uh, Christopher Honka Hill, and on Facebook Christopher Hill. Also, be coming to a reservation near you here pretty soon. I've got some shows lined up. Uh, we've got uh, some storytelling events coming up in February and in March. So, ho. Uh, follow me at Russell's 49 on Instagram at Okie Podcast. Uh, follow the Unsolved Mystery of the Reservation podcast on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok at Reservation underscore Mysteries. Um, Check us out wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review. Rate it, review it, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell so you know when we got a new episode coming up. And Yehola, go check him out. Go check out War Cry Podcast. Um, check him out at on TikTok at one man 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 nine one eight, and on Facebook. You can find him, Yehola Tiger. So, uh, till next time, everybody, smudge up. Mudo.